This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coast to Coast, it's The Social Dose, your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today's Friday, March 3rd. It's already March somehow. And I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on all socials. And I'm Michael Judson-Berry. Yes, the one who just inappropriately whooped. I am M. Judson-Berry on all (laughs) socials, except for Twitter, where I'm M. Judson-1-Berry. Why? I've explained so many times now. I think we're just going to let it go, and that's just the way life is. like to explain in deep detail to the listeners what our strategy is to fixing your Twitter handle. And it begins as such. So you used an old college email to create this account, right? You want uniformity in social media, people. The easier to brand you are, the better. So much so that when I was on TikTok, I was the Paris Nicholson. And when I started blowing up, I found the girl who had the username Paris Nicholson. And I emailed her and I Instagram DM'd her and I Twitter DM'd her saying, hey, can I have your TikTok handle? And she was so cool, way cooler than I could ever be. She was like, yeah, I don't care. How do I change it? But what we have to do, Michael, is you need to contact the dean of the school to give you access to that college email. From there, you can change that username to something else. And then in 30 days, you'll be able to reuse that username on a different account. Paris, there's so many steps. I have ADD. Halfway through, I'll see something shiny and it won't happen. This is a call to action to the dean of Boston University. Hit us up at thesocialdosepodcast.com with permission for Michael to reaccess his college email so his social media profiles can be uniform across the board because it's driving me nuts and it's not even about me. With that, let's check in with our sponsors. Paris, I saw your I wish I met you earlier post. Thank you. Did you like and comment and share with your friends? Of course I did some of those things. I So you just, hate me. I, I do. I hate you. The cat's out of the bag. I'm so... Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. I just did my own sound effect. No, Paris. I thought it was charming and wonderful. I loved watching High School You break it down. I, I hope that that goes viral and everyone copies that dance and it becomes a trend. Listen, it was a trend, Michael. It was the choreography from Bop to the Top from High School Musical. It was actually probably one of the biggest trends in America at the time. Where were you? I, I was probably too busy Googling Ethel Merman or, you know, watching Debbie Reynolds videos. I will tell you, you know what's been all over my For You page? What? This gorgeous Asian woman who gives you face exercises to do to keep your face muscles tight. Her name is Trin George, and we're going to put a little link in the show notes for her. Uh, it's at T-R-I-N-H-G-E-O-R-G. Practice this exercise to lift up your cheeks and shorten the philtrum. Smile up. Show as many upper teeth as possible. Try to reach your nose with your tongue. Keep showing your upper teeth as many as possible. Hold this position for about 20 to 30 seconds. Repeat three times. 
Remember to get your brain focus on the muscles you are exercising. You will feel your cheeks and the philtrum are tightened right after the exercise. And oh. she also said that drinking cold beverages is bad for your chi. So I'm no longer drinking ice water. I'm only drinking regular room temperature water. What? Um. Well, listen, she says it's bad for your chi. And I believe her because she looks so stunning. And honestly, oh. her cheekbones are so incredible that I've just been like trying to remember to do this when I do my Kegels. <laughs> <laughs> Train my muscles to do them at the same time. It's almost like smizing. It's like a smize, but like do 20 of them back to back. Ooh. Ooh. And you can feel it in your cheek ooh. muscles after a while. I feel like Bernadette Peters just saying anything. It, it always has the ooh, but it's like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. The Tony Award goes to Kiki Boots. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, this week I was so inspired by Mars Orbits last time that I've been diving into some more fashionable pages recently. Mm -hmm. And I discovered Coke in New York, but K-O-K-I-N-N-E-W-Y-O-R-K, not Coke in New York. I was going to say, Michael, it's taken you this long to find Coke in New York. (laughs) (laughs) This account, it's a hat designer and it's a milliner to the stars, legends in their own minds, the unafraid of, I I just love these amazing, gorgeous hats and fascinators. They're just amazing. So that's what Coke in New York is if you're into hats and fascinators or caps of any kind. I say follow that account. K-O-K-I-N New York. Oh, their name is Cockin. It's Cockin. Poor Cockin, you can be like, you said my name wrong multiple times. But now we fixed it. And all of these hats are actually very chic. I was expecting like big, ugly old hats. Yeah, no, at Cockin New York, if you are into- If you like hats. Milliner to the stars, yes. Michael, it has been a week of drama. From the Hailey Bieber and Selena Gomez of it all, to the Michael B. Jordan confronting his middle school bully storyline. What's a fun, lighthearted video that you'd like to share from your timeline? A palate cleanser, if you will. Oh, well, this week I saw at the Manny's video where he does the POV when you think the waiter is coming over to you with your food, but just isn't. And it just (laughs) gave me such a chuckle because I'm hungry all the time. So if I'm in a restaurant and anytime a waiter comes anywhere in my vicinity, I hope it's my food. And it's just, it's a roller coaster of emotion. But you know what? It still filled my heart with so much joy. Oh, that's lovely, Michael, and so relatable. Another thing that fills our hearts with joy, posting our significant others. Today, we're taking a hard look at the phenomenon known as soft launching. I can't wait. Plus, whatever happened to hashtag no filter, the new beauty filter that has the internet doubling down on its filter obsession. This and more today on The Social Dose. Our first story. A picture is worth a thousand words and a filtered picture is worth 10,000. Whether it be a filter to make you look hotter, younger, or like a cartoon dog, it seems the internet can't get enough. Paris Nicholson investigates. Yes, Michael, I have been looking at these filters for probably 20 years now, and the evolution is really something to be commended, I believe. Now, we've been taking a look at filters of all sorts. We have beauty filters that make their way around TikTok. We have ugly filters that you put on a stranger who doesn't know they're being filtered. Or even the yassification (laughs) filter that's used to preserve people's anonymity these days. Who's that? Now, what I think is most irritating, and this is going to be my hot take right off the bat, is when you see somebody with a filter and you can't find the filter. You know how sometimes it's linked right there and you tap on it and you say, oh, I want to try that. And then you try it two seconds, you get your giggle and you move on. Sometimes, and you've all been there, listeners, I know you have, you see somebody with a filter and the content, the video is about the filter specifically, but the filter is nowhere to be found. And it's like, gatekeep much? 
Michael, <gasps> thoughts? Oh, wow. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, had, I do, but I actually hadn't thought about that because I don't use beauty filters very much since I tend to just do, you know, impressions and I've sketch silliness. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. No, the one filter I always use on Instagram <laughs> is the Paris filter, and that's because I love you so much, Paris, and I just want to emulate you. Uh, oh, that's actually a good one. Yeah, it softens everything. I use that one too. Uh, the one that's been going around this week on my For You page is like the teenage filter where like you can see, it's just like you euthanized. Not euthanized. Euthanized? Like, <laughs> you, a younger version <laughs> no of yourself. No one wants that filter. But like on all the posts, I can't find the teenage filter. So I had to go to the search bar. I had to look it up. And apparently a lot of other people have been having this problem. But it's like TikTok, Snapchat, get your filters straight. Make them accessible to everybody. And I tried that teenage filter. I don't know who that child was. That's not what I looked like as a teenager. He was oh, cute, but it was wasn't me. Spot on. Oh no, mine was exactly really? what it looked like. It was freaky. I was gonna post it, and then it actually freaked me out a little bit because I was like, "Oh my!" I went back and looked at pictures of myself from like freshman year of college. It was so accurate. It was frightening. However, if you wow. want to see it, just message us at thesocialdosepodcast.com and I'll be more than happy to share it with you. Can I talk about at Christy Carlson Romano's post where she did the teenage filter? And I am fully in favor of child stars doing this and giving us a little blast from the past moment. Melissa Joan Hart, if you could do it and give us a Sabrina the Teenage Witch moment. I mean, anyone who was a big child star from the 90s, please try this teenage filter and see if you still look like your, your character that you're famous for. Wait, Michael, you know what I just realized? We don't have to wait for those celebrities to do it. We can just find a video of Melissa Joan Hart now and put the filter on her. <gasps> Paris, you're brilliant. This is going to be It's like the a new deep thing. fake. We're making deep fakes now at the social <laughs> oh, dose. No. How did you feel about the at I am Faith Elizabeth's post where she was singing and then the the terrifying smile filter came on midway through her mm. song and then she legitimately or seemingly le legitimately frightened herself when she looked down and saw it. Listen, I feel the, like you would have a strong take on this video. The scary face filters can be used for jump scares, but that video specifically was staged. It was poorly performed. It was, she was not, no, you don't accidentally put on an ugly face filter and then forget that it's there and then sing what a dream is a wish your heart makes in your shower. No, ma'am. It was giving staged. It was giving fraudulent content and I won't be beholden to that. But a better use of that filter is exemplified by Kodak Carter with two R's on TikTok. He's just like this dad to this gorgeous baby girl, but he's posted these videos where like you can only see her legs and then she jumps out and it has the scary face filter. And that filter <gasps> on a baby is so funny and so terrifying because she's just like giggling and like having a good time, but has the most demonic face. Go watch these videos right now. That is Kodak Carter ending in two R's. Hilarious use of this filter. I agree. This is by far and away the best use of it. Now, listeners, we want to know from you, what filters are the hottest? What are your favorite filters? Let us know at thesocialdosepodcast.com. Shall we jump into some of the comments that we've seen from people? No, Michael, we did see a video from Thick Fig Tattoo where she has this like gorgeous Yassified filter on, but then she's kind of like complaining. She's like, this doesn't look like me. This is hiding my more masculine features. And like, I love the ability of one to embrace their own natural beauty, but like, it's also mm -hmm. just a filter. Like nobody's saying you should look like that. They're just saying, hey, this is an option. This is a fun little makeup thing you could try. What do you think? I agree. If if you don't love the way the filter looks or makes you look, you don't have to share it. I do love though when people decide to share, like, if they have a good sense of humor about it. Like, at Anna Lucas, two CCs, who said, oh my God, same, I looked like a handsome Squidward. 
<laughs> or at That's Pickle honestly, who said it makes me look like I've been animated, but only in the Bratz universe, which I wouldn't mind looking like a Brat doll, not gonna lie. That would be cute. But yeah, that kind of goes to the point of like, these filters look different on everybody. Like, I always see like those piercing blue eyes filters, but I have blue eyes. And if you put them on me, I just look like a white walker. But for somebody with brown eyes, they're like, oh, I get to live my blue eyed fantasy. I had a blue eye fantasy when my mom bought me blue contacts for my birthday one year because we had just seen Brokeback Mountain. And she thought if I looked more like Jake Gyllenhaal, I would get hired more. (laughs) And I think of that every time a blue eyed filter comes out and I always use it to see if finally I will look like Jake Gyllenhaal. And also, yes, I saw Brokeback Mountain with my mother in theaters. And her takeaway from that movie was that if I had blue eyes, I'd look more like Jake Gyllenhaal and maybe I'd get hired more. Michael. Yeah, I, not, I was not prepared for this story. That's a Liz Berry story. Also, during confirm. that infamous scene in the tent, at one point I went, ow! And she just looked at me and she's like, I knew it. Michael, not ow. Okay, just, just one clarifying question. Did you ask for the blue contacts? Nope. Oh my they God. completely <laughs> unsolicited. I love my mother That's so incredible. much because Your she, was, she does things I'm like obsessed. this. She, she hey, is I Dr. just thought Elizabeth you looked better Barry. like this. Not better, more employable. Okay. So so I think sure. of that moment every time these blue eye uh, filters come on, and I always do. I look at them, and I'm like, do I look more like Jake Gyllenhaal now? And I never do. Now, this I will tell true. you, many users of these filters have said that they look like James Charles, who posted a video with that filter and said, why are y'all freaking out over this filter? It barely does anything. Which, like... Obviously, some of these filters just make you look like a default like makeup template face, which is yeah. kind of what James Charles has had done to themselves surgically. Um, so obviously, it's not going to do much if your face is the face being plastered onto your face. You know what I mean? Do you think James Charles was poking fun at themselves? Do you think they were being self-aware or no? No. I honestly don't think so. <laughs> I, I think they I did this filter and was like, I'm gorgeous and I don't need it. Which, you know what? Self-love. I suppose we should celebrate that. Yeah, (laughs) even the delusional kind. Especially the delusional kind. And with that, let's check in with our sponsors. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. And we're back. Our second story. Scrolling through Instagram stories and see the corner of a man's elbow, maybe the back of a gentleman's head, or just some guy's hands, it can only be one thing. 
a soft launch. Today, what it is, how it works, and how online users are perfecting the subtle art of soft launching. Michael Judson Berry is on the case. Yes, Paris, I love this trend of people soft launching their current relationships as they're just slowly budding. They're dripping in little hints that they might be in a relationship. A photo of an elbow there, a photo of you holding hands with someone or just a romantic gift of some sort. It's fun because I love a good mystery. I love a good challenge. (laughs) And when you're highly neurotic like me, you're like, wait a minute. What's, why is there just an elbow there? Whose elbow is this? <gasps> Are they dating someone? Are they finally <laughs> over their last terrible relationship that none of their friends told them they should have gotten out of sooner? So <laughs> I'm really enjoying these soft launches, even though I personally am not one who did that. In my current relationship, as someone who did not utilize this tool, I highly recommend it. Honestly, Michael, I think it's hilarious. I think soft launching a human being is incredible. <laughs> just like, cause soft launching used to be for brands and like products. And like, you know, like they do a pop-up before the product actually comes out. And now it's just Uh like for our boyfriends and girlfriends and partners. Um, I'm wondering, would I soft launch my partner? Because I too really just went, I just raw dogged it. I was like, here's my boyfriend. He's gorgeous. Everyone look at him. I'm obsessed with him. God forbid something happens in this relationship. I think I would try a soft launch for my next relationship. Because I love, (laughs) like you said, I love a mystery. I love like building suspense and just like Mm -hmm. leaving Easter eggs for people to like put the pieces together later, like a Taylor Swift album release. (laughs) <laughs> yes. You know I what feel I mean? like Taylor Swift also would be brilliant at a at a soft launch relationship. And then she would write a song about it called The Soft Launch. <laughs> and it would be great and I would listen to it and it would win a Grammy. The concept of a soft launch, I'm in love with. Oh yeah. It's great. It gives people time to think like what what is going on. So when you do finally announce whatever the announcement is, everyone's tuned in because they want to know what is the reveal. And the thing is, what? You cannot soft launch an ugly person. Oh, well, they have to be hot. You cannot build in the a build eye up. of the beholder. Yeah, but my friend Liz recently soft launched her boyfriend, who luckily he is hot. But it was like so, and I don't even know if she did this on purpose. I'm sure she did because she's that girl. Liz, you're that girl and you soft launched your boyfriend, Jake. And it was incredible. Um, uh-huh. But it was like slowly over time, like just little glimpses, a peek over the shoulder, a little hand being held. And then this past week, she posted like a full dump of like a trip they went on. And it was like all pictures of them together. They're such a hot couple. They're so gorgeous. And you have to have that kind of payoff for the soft launch to make sense and be worth it. It has to be revealed that you are now in the hottest couple on earth for the soft launch to make sense. Well, and you have to be dedicated. Like, I have no internal monologue anyway, and I am an overshare, (laughs) much like at... Rabibi Biabana, I should have practiced that, who said, I can't do a soft launch, I overshare. And yes, same. But I do love at just smile face, literally a smile face, who said, I soft launch a relationship, but will always hard launch the breakup. Who was that bitch just the other day that deleted her boyfriend? Oh, Megan Fox. It's giving oh, Megan yes. Fox, who did yes. a hard a hard retraction of her relationship with Machine Gun Kelly on Instagram. There was no soft landing for that. That was not a soft boiled egg. That was a that was that a, crash a hard collision. boiled egg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and only Megan survived. Luckily, I'm not saying Machine Gun Kelly died or that he should. That no. was not the implication. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I think this also does raise the conversation of has showing off your partner changed on social media over the years? Like back in the day when you posted your relationship status on Facebook, that was such a big deal. Do you remember that? When it was I like do. you were in a relationship and then when that was over, you were out of that relationship and it Facebook was the, was the, the way you did it. Now, mm-hmm. the, the idea of the soft launch is sort of changing all of that. So some of the true gems to come out of the soft launch movement, and I love that we're calling it a movement, are the soft mm. launch captions attached to these types of photos. Now, here are some of the captions that we've seen, and some of them are just truly unhinged. Paris, would you like to tell me if these captions are hot or not, as you are next week? Okay, are these captions for a soft launch post hot or not? I can do okay. this. Let's go. We're going to start with some of the ones that at Wandering Stay point zero three two five shared surprise surprise Mm, i'm gonna say not hot it's vaguely tantalizing but i need more how about plot twist Ooh, that one's a bit chuggy and nobody actually says chuggy but i did just now i was just gonna ask you what is chuggy michael chuggy remember when Okay, so remember when all the millennials started going on TikTok and TikTok Gen Zers were like, oh God, get them out of here. And then they developed a word called chuggy to describe the specific level of cringe that we're capable of. Like a Deathly Hallows tattoo is is chuggy. Live, laugh, love is chuggy. A girl being like, I'm not going to wear a middle part because I'm a millennial. Disney gay, that's all chuggy. Next. (laughs) Uh, You won't discover till chapter three. Beauty and the Beast reference. Mm, not that hot. I need hotter. I need hotter soft launch captions. Give me something scintillating. How about, well, this came out of nowhere. Mm, I'll give that one hot. That one's a okay. little hot. How about just he, he, he? Ew, no, not hot. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> These are other ones. This is not from A Wandering Stay. Um, how okay. about, who's that? I love that one. That's very hot. That's how you but, do it. Because it's like, ooh, who is that? Who is she? You know what I mean? True. Like, hot. what? Who? what is that pinky finger? Who does that belong to? Look who it is. Hot. That one's hot. Look who it is. Uh, and then, okay. then it's like, who? Who is it? I'm already who, asking who? questions. It incites a follow-up. My eyes only. That's hot. That's actually very hot. That's like mm-hmm. gatekeeping in a hot way. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm dating somebody so hot right now and we have incredible sex and you'll never know who it is unless you stay ooh. tuned. Ooh, I love that. Last one. How about just for you, babe, with the um, I fingernail paint. I almost said the nail paint yes. emoji. Nail the nail paint emoji. emoji. Um, Thank you. It's a little hot, but mostly cute. And that's fine. Much like you, Paris. A little hot, but mostly cute. No, that's not true. <laughs> You're a little cute, but mostly hot. Michael, that is absolutely enough of those. But before we go, we have to catch up with our comment section. Michael, what do we have today? We have a message from Lindsay. She says, hi, Paris and Michael Judson Barry. Love to say your entire name. Thank you, Lindsay. Who are your favorite celebs to follow on Instagram? I love <gasps> Haley Lou Richardson from White Lotus. Her Instagram is so unhinged. Last weekend, she got to meet the Jonas Brothers in concert and she was living, capital letters, living. She also posts her cats and other funny stuff. Definitely catch up with her. Love you guys, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, oh God, I so don't cute, actually Lindsay. follow uh, Haley Lou Richardson, so I'm excited to go take a deep dive. Thank you for that. And actually, Lindsay, this is incredible because I'm pretty sure what you're referring to was a soft launch of <gasps> Haley Lou Richardson letting everybody know she was in that Jonas Brothers music video. Because that How just timely. came out. Lindsay, you're brilliant. You're, you're even more yep. brilliant than you even think you are. 
But to answer your question, Lindsay, one of my favorite celebrities to follow is a comedian named Cole Escola. If you're not already following them, definitely check them out. Uh, they've been on a couple different shows. I'm sure you would recognize them once you see them. But their content is very, like, ironic, take-the-piss kind of content. And I love when celebrities can laugh at themselves in that way. What about you, Michael? I've just been loving Jennifer Coolidge's new journey, new sojourn oh, into yes. social media. Every time yeah. Jennifer Coolidge does anything, it's so wonderful. And I love that she's discovered social media and she's just playing with it. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for that fabulous recommendation. And of course, we want to hear from all of you listening in. Who are you following? Who should we be following? Who do you want us to who do you want to hear us talk about? And as always, do that over at the socialdosepodcast.com. All right, Michael, I have to go beg my fiance to post a photo of us on Instagram. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. See you all Monday. Bye-bye. Bye.